Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. All right, so <clears throat> a couple of things to go over last night. Went 2-2-1 two, two and one in my top plays. Bragging about how well I did in my uh, my prop plays uh-huh. yesterday. I hit like the first nine. Yeah, no big deal. Yeah, it's cool. Oh, and four last night. Uh, <laughs> took it on the chin, and it sucked too because like I had um, Hartenstein over Hartenstein over eight and a half points. He scored six. He ended up with uh, double digit rebounds. So I bet the wrong thing on him. Had Julius Randall over his points, rebounds, assists. Didn't get there. Just finished short of it. Almost had a triple double, but doesn't get there. Um, same thing last night and in, in some of the other plays that we were talking about with, with prop plays, and we went to the Kings game. We had Darren Fox, right? Darren Fox in a great spot last night. We had his over 38.5 points, rebounds, assists, finished just under it. DeMontis Sabonis over 21.5 points. He scored 21. So, yeah, they, they, they have a way of the gambling gods do of uh, giving you your comeuppance um, and letting you know, hey, don't sit here and talk about how good you've been. But last night was kind of a, it was a weird night. Mainly splitting overall. My top five plays, I had the over the Knicks game. They shot like trash. Like, I'm sitting there watching going, I think this was a bad play. And then when I went back and looked at the numbers, I'm like, the pace was there. I got everything I wanted. They just didn't make any shots. They were just really bad, which can happen when you're betting on bad teams. The Knicks were really bad, too, last night. That's a game that they were favored by, I think it was 12. And the Wizards hung around the entire time. Mm -hmm. Um, I had the Bulls. They won. I had Michigan, they lost. I had Vegas Rangers under, it pushed. And then the one that almost got me was Minnesota, Michigan State. I had it over 140 and a half. They scored 142. They missed 17 free throws, including nine down the stretch. Five free throws in the last two minutes of the game. Could you imagine? I got home just in time to watch the end of that game mm-hmm. from the fundraiser I did at Das Beer Hall last night uh, for leukemia lymphoma. So thanks, you everyone. Tell us about out. that a little later. Yeah, though. it was great, man. And. So, like, long story short, the the point of this is when you're – you love a good sweat. And I admit it was a good sweat, but when you're watching guys go to the free throw line and you need one point, and they, they're shooting two, doink, doink. Hey, guess what? They knocked the ball out of bounds. They get it back. They fouled him. Shooting two, doink, doink. It's like there's 47 seconds, and then you run the risk of somebody missing a shot holding the ball and someone not getting fouled, right? Once it mm-hmm. – 8, 10, 12 points, whatever it ends up being. Luckily, it got there, um, and then we split on the other place. So it was more like kissing my sister except for the prop play. So where are we going tonight or this weekend? I mean, you had fun. I mean, she's a good-looking girl. And we're from West Virginia, so what's it matter? Um, yeah, tonight in the NBA, it's, I don't think it's a great night. You've got some tough choices, and what do I mean by that? You've got good teams at bad teams. Indiana at Portland, but Pascal Siakam will make his debut tonight for Indiana but sometimes that can throw, you know, he's coming into an offense that moves a little bit differently. Will he fit in right away? Is there a struggle with Indiana? Like, I don't know. So I'm staying away from the game personally. 
the Lakers have the Nets. The Lakers have won two games since the start of the year. It's like it's been a weird kind of ride for them um, and how things have gone. But we do have a marquee matchup in Boston and Denver. Boston's favored by six and a half over Denver. Uh, I have to look to see um, the injury report, see who's questionable for tonight, because that leads me to believe that somebody's going to miss. Um, but Boston's undefeated at home. They don't lose at home. And there was a point if you'd bet 100 bucks on them on the money line and rolled it over how much money you'd be up at this point, but nobody ever does that. Um, right. You know, I just <laughs> they always bring this up. You'd be up this amount if you kept doubling it. Like you'd get to 100000 and go, why don't I just throw it down in the game and see if I can get to this number? You know, like whatever. But um, yeah, it's not a great night in the NBA. I think the Suns are interesting against the Pelicans, but they're on the road. The Orlando Magic are interesting against Philadelphia. They're getting five and a half at home. But in the NBA, there's not a lot that jumps out at me. And then when we start looking at totals, it's kind of tough because you have an Indiana-Portland game that should be fast-paced. But again, we don't know what it's going to look like. Could be a blowout. Brooklyn, L.A., I'd, I'd lean towards an over there. And then you get the Spurs and the Hornets. The Hornets' offense has looked downright dreadful. Their defense is bad, too. But if they're not scoring, how are you going to get to 236.5? They should be able to score against the Spurs because the Spurs stink. So it's just an ugly night in the NBA. It makes me want to look elsewhere, mainly to college hoops. I'm going to look at the Georgetown over. I'm going to look at Kent plus the points against Akron. I think Colorado State and Wisconsin are in great spots. St. Peter's and Fairfield, I like that game to go under. That's what I'm leaning towards right now. I don't have anything in the NHL. As far as the NFL, we went over our picks this weekend. Um, I think you're good playing the favorites on Saturday. I really do. I, I know they're big numbers, but they've talked about I think only one team has won outright um, as a double-digit underdog in the second round or or like as a uh, kind of a, a heavy underdog, I should say, um, in the second round. It just doesn't typically happen uh, with the wild card. So we shall see what goes on. And by the way, that one, that one might have been the Ravens against the Broncos. Does that, sound, that sounds right, right? Because they were a double-digit underdog in that game. Yeah, they were. Uh, that double-digit underdogs usually don't cover, uh, don't win outright in the second round of the playoffs. Right. Meaning you get the weird upset in the first. You get Green Bay. Yeah, yeah. Green Bay upset in the first round. They go on the face of the number one team. They usually get handled. Not saying it's going to happen. I do think it happens. But the other two games on Sunday are way more interesting. I think Tampa. I will be betting Tampa Bay plus the points. They're a live dog. By the way, everybody's betting all the overs this weekend. So I'd be weary of it just a little bit. But. That's kind of where I'm at with the NFL picks this weekend. We'll have a full slate, some free plays later on. Lots of cool stuff going on. So, yeah. Joe Delarose Jr. said you are a legend. A fool, <laughs> but a legend. That's fair. <laughs> Thank you very fan. much, Jeremy Kahn. 410-583-1057. That's the number if you want to weigh in. Rick Ritter joins us at 930. But on the other side, Melissa Kim okay. joins us. He gives her prediction for this AFC Divisional Playoff Game here in Baltimore tomorrow. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. 
In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 915 in the AM, Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Joining us right now, courtesy of the WGK Law Guest Hotline, Melissa Kim. Okay, what's up, Melissa? Good morning, guys. I hope everybody is staying warm. This is not my favorite weather, but, you know, it's... It's an element that we cannot control, so we'll deal. It's great weather. Go outside for a jog. Jeremy sure. went outside for a jog. Pilates outside. Pilates outside, right? There you go. You need to Je- check out our yeah. website. Uh, I, just, I just sent her the video. I just sent you video uh, footage of Jeremy Kahn running outside around the building in his drawers. You're lying. <laughs> you did not. Jeremy, Stop! I, I what just, is wrong with you? I just sent you a video of it. I went for a jog, or it's a, it was more of a yog, a silent J. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I haven't gotten the video yet. It'll, it'll come during this conversation, then I then, then I will give you my thoughts. After you but, pick yeah. the Ravens, oh yes. We got you. <laughs> okay, what? I was like, you're not? Okay. Okay. <laughs> you know what? I think I want to record a new theme song for her. Was like, I, no, I'm just going to sing a song, play something, Please and it'll don't. be her open. Please don't. Oh my God! Wait, I got the video. You're not. Wait, stop, Jeremy. What is wrong with you? We need. We need. We need well, you need help. It's cold. We need authority. Hey, don't judge either. It's cold outside. <laughs> no kidding, uh, <laughs> Melissa. <laughs> I'm going to tell your age in a second. <laughs> okay. Okay. I will be. I will be nice from here on out. Okay. <laughs> All right, Melissa. You were there this week. Uh, talk about the preparation of this divisional playoff. Uh, game. You know, what's been really nice is that the guys have been pretty loose, you know, these last couple of weeks. And that's kind of, you saw a little bit of, you know, a little bit more serious business after the losses that they had this season. But all in all, the guys were pretty loose this week. And I think that's what you want, you know, for them to play freely for the most part. Um, I talked to Dalvin Cook one-on-one last week and this week because he's in a unique situation because when he got to this team last week, he had time to prepare, and that was one of the things that he told me. He's like, this is a different situation. I wasn't just thrown into the fire right away and expected to do things off the top of my head. So he's gotten time to really learn the playbook a little bit more, we'll say, and he said that, you know, he just wants to take advantage of every single moment, that he's going to be ready. And um, he's like, you know, the moments that you remember, though, are going to be the ones in the practice field and the cold, having fun with these guys, because for him, he knows a lot of these guys already. He's been, he know, he's known Lamar since high school. He's known Bay Flowers for a really long time because they're part of that South Florida contingent, if you will. Um, but he said, every time I've asked him about Lamar, and to tell me about like Lamar in high school and what it was like playing against him in high school and everything, his face just lights up immediately. You can see it in his eyes. And so I asked him, 
why? And he's like, you know, he's like, it's just the two of us being able to be on the same side. He's like, it's so cool for me. It's so cool for everybody back home and all the kids watching. And he's like, honestly, that's what it's all about. But, um, you know, he talked to me about the vibes in the locker room, too, because he's been in a couple of different locker rooms in Minnesota and New York. And he said, you wouldn't even think that we have a game in two days. That's what he told me yesterday. He said, everybody's so confident. Everybody's so locked in. And he's like, I've been a part of some good locker rooms, but he's like, here, you really see people that enjoy coming to work. And I asked Jadavian Clowney that yesterday, too, and he said the same thing. He's like, the reason why this locker room is so special is because, coaches players staff he's like everybody genuinely enjoys coming to work he's like you can tell there's a lot of love in this locker room so I think that the team chemistry that the, the coaches and the staff had wanted to build since the very beginning of the season I mean it's work these guys have all bought in they're locked in they're ready to go fight for each other in this playoff round what do you think is going to be the decide I'll give you an example like a like a game-changing factor or whatever. And my mine is the Ravens lead the NFL in sacks this year. The Texans mm-hmm. have given up 47 sacks um, okay. to, among all the quarterbacks. I think this is going to be the difference, is the pass rush and the fact that Stroud's going to be under constant pressure. Do you have that or something else or anything like it? Yeah, you know, um, I do think that that's going to be a factor. You think about the first game. Obviously, C.J. Stroud has come leaps and bounds since that first game. I remember – uh, on their first drive, it was like fourth and something, and Patrick Queen got him on his behind. Like, you know, like really was like, hey, dude, welcome to the NFL. And so um, I do think that CJ has obviously come leaps and bounds since then, but I do think that that's going to be a factor. You know, you think about um, how far this pass rush has come too. You know, I think about Odafe Owe. You know, I think that he is a guy that – I know wants to continue to keep on playing better. I actually talked to him one-on-one in the locker room too earlier this week. And what I like about talking to him is that he always, when I ask about specific quarterbacks, he always tells me, you know, what he's looking at in particular on film. And for him with CJ Stroud, he said that he notices that he's gotten a lot more confident in the pocket. Cause he said the first game when he played him, he's like, I knew that CJ felt the pressure. He's like, he saw me coming. He was always looking at me and then throwing the ball fast. So, you know, that he, now he's, maturing he's looking at his reads a little bit more and obviously he's keeping his eye on nico collins he said that they he's become like their premier receiver and so he said you know it's just going to be about attacking those particular guys he's looking at laramie tunzel he's looking at the o-line he's like you know the o-line has been good but he thinks that you know that that, that's going to be something that he needs to attack and focus on for sure so um yeah i think that you're definitely not wrong in that um, we've heard a lot of the guys talk about um, CJ this week too, about CJ Stroud in the sense that he has gotten a lot better, but they know Marcus Williams yesterday, he wouldn't give away a whole lot. He's like, we have a plan. So um, obviously giving out, giving out a little bit less than um, Odafe Owe did. But um, I think that that is definitely going to be a factor in this game. Jeremy, can you imagine having a round table discussion with Melissa Kim <laughs> And Jim Palmer. I have a lot to say. I'm sorry. <laughs> one round table. It won't be. It'll be a straight line because it wouldn't go around the table. I feel like Matt Damon on Jimmy Kimmel. Like you guys keep running out of time for me to ask her questions. We can't even get to your prediction. Okay, By the I time won't, you, I won't, five second answer. Five second answer. No, no, no. no, no do no, your no. thing. By the time you thing. finish answering, the Chiefs will be on their way to Baltimore for crying out loud, <laughs> Melissa. <laughs> no, hey. I talk a lot. Listen, I'm good at my job. Listen. I talk a lot. Okay, this is the one job in the world that you can get paid for if you talk a lot. Ask my mom nope. when I was a little kid. Nobody said you weren't good at your job. You're fantastic at your job. <laughs> okay. Okay. Thanks, <laughs> guys. Melissa, what about the other games? What, what do you see happening? Kansas City, Buffalo? What, what, what do you think the NFC Championship looks like? AFC Championship? 
Um, I mean, it's really, I mean, the thing about the Buffalo Chiefs game, I honestly think that might be a little bit more of an exciting game than our game. No offense to our game. But um, just because I feel like the teams are a little bit more evenly matched per se. Um, but uh, in that game, I definitely am going with the Bills because they know how to play. I mean, the Chiefs know how to play in snow too, but oh, that's a different situation. Um, the Packers-Niners, this is a game that I'm definitely keeping my eye on because I used to cover the Packers for four seasons, um, but that was under the Aaron Rodgers, Mike McCarthy era. So this is really fun for me. Um, so I would, I'm, I know, listen, the Ravens were the team that handled the Niners, right? But I, I'm rooting for the Packers. I'm not going to lie. I would Me love too. to see them go in. I would love to see them go in there and up to them. Matt Lafleur, Jordan Love. What a great story he has been too for that franchise. You know, I, I'm totally rooting for him. Um, and the Lions. How can you not root for the Lions? Hey, Melissa, can you hang on? We got to let Vinny and Haney get in here. They're going to finish the interview real quick. <laughs> You asked me my opinion, and I'm giving you my opinion. Melissa, just make fun of us. over the Buccaneers as much as Baker Mayfield has been bawling, you know, and how what a cool story it's been for him, too. The end. Hey, there were two inches of snow outside. I can justify that and, and confirm it. So it's definitely a fact. Okay. If I were you, I'd make a joke out of the two inches, Melissa. That's what the joke I, was. I I'm going to behave myself this morning since I've already made one off-color joke. Okay, oh, stop okay. it. You can make as many off-color jokes as you want. So, I'm a nice human being. I don't know if you know this. Okay. Okay. Can you give us Can you give us a score for the Ravens game tomorrow? I would say let's go. Five seconds. <laughs> you know, the only two the only two teams playing in this game. This is not, I know, sir. You haven't thought about this all week? <laughs> I mean I have, but like I don't like giving like number okay, let's say like third thirty to twenty. How's that? That's, okay. Who else? Somebody else picked that. Was that Antonio? And you. No. No, not me. Joe picked it. Oh, 30 20. Joe picked it. Joe. Yeah, See, so. this is like Joe and I are always on the same page. He picks like the great intro music. Joe and I, same wavelength. Yeah, Joe, we wouldn't have you on the show. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I'm kidding. Joe's going to, he didn't say that. He said that in confidence. (laughs) Whatever. All right, Melissa, where can we find you this weekend? Uh, I'll be on tonight, lockdown tonight, seven to nine normal time, and then pregame tomorrow, postgame tomorrow as well. So, what's your topic tonight? Because I know I know you only cover one. Takes about a couple hours to do that. Well, what's For the course of two hours, no. Um, had some good one-on-ones with these guys, Odafe and um, and uh, John Simpson, as well as Dalvin Cook, Patrick Queen. Those guys check in, and we chat about the vibes and a vibe check. We do a major vibe check this week, and then also obviously the game tomorrow. Did anyone so. throw a snowball at you while you were there? It seemed like the guys were having fun with that. Uh, absolutely not. No, it's so funny how some of them were reacting to snow. John Simpson, he told me this is the most snow he's ever seen in his life. This is only the fourth time he's ever seen snow. And then I don't know if you guys saw on Instagram, but like Marcus Williams does not own a snow shovel. So he was like using a trash can to to like shovel out the snow, I guess to dump out the snow. I don't know how you would even do that. But he said it took him an hour. So I asked him yesterday if he bought a snow shovel. And he's like, yes, I bought a snow shovel since everybody was complaining at me shoveling snow with a bucket for an hour and I was like well it wouldn't take you an hour if you had a snow shovel but anyways okay Melissa thanks a lot have a good weekend enjoy the game Melissa stay warm stop running out in the snow half naked bye happy Saturday (laughs) Joe LaCroix's encore 945 ish (laughs) 
Rick Renner joins us from WJZ TV up next for his predictions as well and to vent about his Eagles on the fan. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 9.32 in the AM, Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Ed Norris, Rob Long, Jeremy Kahn. Still snowing. And all the snow joining us right now. He knows what essential personnel is all about. Courtesy of the WGK Law Guest Hotline from WJZ TV. He is Rick Ritter. What's going on, Rick? My guys, good to be with you on this snowy Friday. Good to have you as well, man. I mean, we we had uh, Meg on earlier giving us the weather report. Um, now we got you, yeah, Jeremy. Yeah, Jeremy outside taking a look at the conditions and testing <laughs> the elements. Did yeah. you Did you see that video? <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> your, your thoughts. Uh, uh, talk about his athleticism. I mean, look, quick, agile. He can go side to side. I'm thinking if Marlon's definitely not going, I mean, Jeremy should be out there on oh, Saturday. I could definitely chase one of those guys into the end zone. He looked like he was chasing a rabbit out there. <laughs> uh, Baltimore Ravens getting ready for the divisional round tomorrow afternoon against the Houston Texans. A surprise team, to be quite honest with you. Everything we heard is a confident Raven team. Does that confidence concern you, or does that confidence make you feel even even better about tomorrow's game? No, I think it makes me feel even better. I mean, everybody keeps talking about 2019, and we said it's just this team is locked in in a different way. It's guys that know it's at stake. And on the defensive side of the ball, I say it every week, it all starts with Roquan Smith. You know, a couple days ago we had a chance to talk to Dalvin Cook uh, about him being back in Baltimore and what he's excited for. And he went on and on about Roquan and how locked in this guy is, knowing what's at stake and with the ultimate goal on mind. I like the confidence. I think you got to come out here and you kind of got to own it. You know you're supposed to be in this situation. You know you deserve to be here. You know you got to take care of business, and then you're going to have the biggest game in Baltimore history next week. It's one step at a time, though. The Texans, they are a surprise team. Nobody came into this year yeah. thinking they were going to do this. D'Amico Ryans, you, just, you can't say enough about him. Uh, the tenacity that he brought over from San Francisco to this team, a young Houston team, and how he's been able to get them to play above the rim, for lack of better words, overachieving. And you know he's going to dial something up defensively. You know he's going to. He's going to have these guys ready to go. I'm looking at him to bring a ton of pressure, as they did last week with Cleveland. Now, they're not going to get two pick sixes like they did last week. But I'll tell you what, he's going to have his defense ready to go, and I expect him to bring a lot of pressure. Lamar and Munkin, I think they're going to have to establish the run game, which we can get into in a second. And I think if they do that early on, it's going to take some of the pressure off of him. It's going to take some of the pressure off him from pressing because, I mean, let's face it, this offense has a couple of weeks off, and they're not going to come out firing on all cylinders. It's just not the way that it happens when you take that much time off. Can I ask you a question kind of on and off top, just about leadership and some of the new coaches? Do you notice, or maybe it's just me, that linebackers seem to make great head coaches as opposed to other positions. Like I'm talking about like guys like Vrabel, Antonio Pierce, you know, D'Amico Ryan. Do you go back to – Who position do you play, Ed? 
uh, may have been a linebacker. But it's <laughs> <laughs> like so, so put them all together, and what do you get? You know, I'm a good leader too. <laughs> I did run three police departments. Yeah. I'm just saying. No, but he knows I mean, a little something, right? But I'm serious. I I find some of these guys that we're talking about, like the, the team, the Raiders love Pierce. I mean, I think Ryan's is the same thing down there. If Rabel was popular to play, I just think they seem to make great coaches. I wonder if it's just the stuff we see in guys like Roquan now while they're you know, currently playing. I think a lot of linebackers, too, look, leaders of the defense, most of the time they're calling the plays. And these guys that are coming in, like you talk about of Rabel, you look at Antonio Pierce, younger coaches just in general in the NFL, and Torrey Smith talks about this all the time, players, coaches, guys that have played the game more recently than a lot of these coaches, and they get it. They've been there. They can relate to these guys. They know what it takes. You know, seriously, Rob, you and when you coach your girls, it's kind of the same thing. I mean, this goes hand in hand, whether it's high school, college, and I think it works in the professional world too, Ed, and I'm sure that's why you had a lot of success because people looked up to you and they respected you because they know that you were out there on the front lines and you've been there before. The same thing goes for football, and I think that linebackers just being the leaders that they were, and you see a lot of success with a guy like Vrabel and now Antonio Pierce, who hopefully is going to be sticking around with the Raiders, and then also to D'Amico Ryans, young coaches who can get on that level to these younger guys, uh, and they relate, and they feed off of it. And it can fire up a whole team. And I think D'Amico Ryans and what he's been able to do in his first year, he is proof of that. And, I mean, look, let's face it. A lot of these guys across the league and these coaches and, and these general managers, they're trying to bring in younger staff. And I think it all started a couple years ago with McVay, and he looked at the success that he had with the Rams. And after that, Everybody wanted a Sean McVay. Who's the young offensive coach we can get in here who can relate to these guys and dial up some good plays? So I think you're on to something there, Ed. Yeah, you know what's funny is I was kind of laughing about the fact that Bill Belichick is going for a second interview with Atlanta. And, like, if they had a waiting room with everybody waiting for their interviews like they would and you're looking over at Bill like, how the hell am I going to compete with this guy's resume? If he wants the job, just give it to him. But we do have a lot of, like, vacancies out there, and it should be interesting to see what teams do, whether it's retreads. For the Ravens, are you concerned at all about losing either one of their coordinators? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you, you should be concerned. You know what? It's, it's Look, when you have success, this is what happens. Jump back to the Eagles last year. They had so much success, they lost both of their coordinators. Now, I'm concerned because the Eagles are a perfect example. And I'm not saying that the Ravens can't replace and they don't have guys within who can step up, but there was so much success that was tied into those coordinators last year in Philadelphia that you saw in the second part of this year. And really you saw it early on if you knew that team, how valuable those guys were to the offensive and defensive side of the ball. And I do think that Munkin coming in here for Greg Roman and what he's been able to do in his first year, he's a big part of this offense. Now Lamar being locked in and taking up a notch, if you will, also, EDC surrounding this guy with talent in terms of guys on the outside who can make plays. That's a big part of it, too. And then defensively, Mike McDonald, him and Roquan Smith have been like the match made in heaven, these two together. And I would be floored if Mike McDonald's not head coach of a team by the end of this postseason run. Uh, hopefully they get to the Super Bowl. Obviously, we're all hoping that. But I'm sure that something's going to be trickling out here the next couple of weeks because he is the next big thing. And both of these guys have played a huge part and the success that the Ravens are having this season. All right, Rick Ritter, WJZ-TV, before we let you go, we're going to let you rant. Your Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, my God. You guys are going to give me the time to do this? Are you sure you want to do this? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Coaching, scheme, play design. That's everything right there. That's what it all comes down to, okay? Sirianni should not be back. I don't want to hear he went to the playoffs three times in a row. When you start 10-1 and you have an epic class like this, it is obvious that something was going on inside the locker room. This is a top five roster in terms of talent in the league. Top five roster. 
you have all of this talent, and to go downhill like that, something's going on internally. And there's other guys out there, and I like Mike Vrabel. You need somebody who can come in, bring some toughness, who can control some oh, of these man. personalities in the locker room, and that's what they should be doing. If he, They haven't made it official yet. He's meeting with Jeffrey Lurie today. I'm sure it's all going to come out in a couple of hours. I don't want to see him back in Philadelphia. Because when you have an epic collapse like this and players are, you know, sounding off throughout the season, something's going on internally. I, but I, uh, I think whoever gets Vrabel gets an absolute steal in the offseason. Oh yeah. He's had a lesser than roster and done more with that roster. Yep. He interviewed with the Chargers. Put him in Philadelphia? Put him in. Mike Vrabel is Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. More so than L.A. Chargers. Yeah. Mike Vrabel Bingo. is Philadelphia, man. Mm-hmm. All the way. Bingo. Yeah. That's like, that's let's the. Not forget, he, we, got a, we got an ego in Philly, as you know, all wide receivers do. A.J. Brown's got a big ego, though. And Mike Vrabel's been there before. He knows how to, you know, keep that in check. A.J. loves Mike Vrabel. Yep. Vrabel's the kind of guy you need to bring some toughness in there, especially on the defensive side of the football. Shit, guys out there on Monday night who don't even want to tackle. I think I mean, Jalen Hurts is this kind of – I think Jalen Hurts is type, type of quarterback, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, who would like that? Some yeah. hard coaching and a guy who can come in and hold him accountable? Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. I forgot to ask you. Give us a score. All right, I'm going to go – 27-13. I think they cover on this. I do. And uh, look, they got to set it. Like I said earlier, they got to set up the run. Houston struggles against the play action pass. Okay, establish the run. You can do some play action. D'Amico is going to be bringing a ton of pressure. I don't want to see Lamar pass. Keep. Or, I don't want to see Lamar press. Keep doing what you've been doing. Keep doing what got you here. And when you have the running lanes, take it, man. And this defense will be ready to go. They'll be fired up. It's going to be a nightmare for C.J. Stroud. Hey, thanks a lot, man. Appreciate it. Have a good weekend. Get a family my best. Guys, enjoy it. Enjoy the weather. Jeremy, stay inside, all right? <laughs> <laughs> well, by the way, uh, Joe told me, I knew they were bad. Houston is 30th in the league in play action, uh, play action pass. That's how Joe Flacco the first game killed him. He even mm-hmm. said it. He just, just kept biting. Well, they didn't action. have C.J. Stroud then in that first game, yeah, and right. I think that's a big difference. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, you know, like you saw what we talked about with their defense. Yeah. They're, not, they're going to see a vastly different defense this week than what they saw with Cleveland last week. Joe has the encore. You don't want to miss it. The encore would be Jeremy running if we had video, but it's not. Find out what we learned today on the fan. Who's got it better than us, Jeremy Garn? Michigan. (laughs) Hey, Jeremy is out of breath right now, uh, 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 Mike, because he actually – I'm going to post this on social media. (laughs) He went outside and he ran around the building. That doesn't sound like much, does it? Wait a minute. You're talking about Jeremy, who appears on Monday Morning Quarterback, the one who sets across from me. He (laughs) ran around the building. Yes. In my underwear. Oh, in, his, in his underwear. With it pulled up the crack of my ass, too. So Hey, hey, hey. Next time that happens, y'all call me. I want a video that. Yeah, we, we got did. Video. We got a video. I'm going to post it on social media now. Yeah. No, and you send that directly to me. I want to see that. In his underwear. 20 minutes later. You're not going to like Kenton Wally. I am Kenton Wally. Thanks for listening to the show. He says, like you said this morning. He used to be an athlete. <laughs> Bring your sorry ass on, Kenton. I'll light your ass up. <laughs> I did slip and fall right in that nonsense. Pivot! Pivot! <laughs> did you put that on Facebook or just IG? IG, Facebook, and Twitter. Everything. Okay. Yeah. It's everywhere. I loaded it up. <laughs> he said, like you said this morning, he used to be an athlete. <laughs> Shut up, man. You may not like it, but this is peak male physical condition. Peak.
It is. At least that's all I know. It's <laughs> the best it's going to get for me. Oh, I finally warmed up, though. I, I could imagine that was cool, man. Ed helped. He held me last break. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you guys watching the games this weekend? Uh, I haven't made up my mind yet. I'm supposed to watch it with my son and his girlfriend, his friends and stuff, but uh, I don't know what's going to happen with the weather now. I'm going to be at the Towson Turtle, so you guys have a cordial invite. I'm not rolling out the red carpet or anything. but I want, I want a red carpet. Maybe I'll tie some of my red underwear together. No, thank you. <laughs> Roll that out for I you. I saw them. You don't have to tie them together. Mm. Just cut it. <laughs> <laughs> cut it. Now it's time for you to find out what we learned today. Ed Norris, what did you learn today? That Jeremy used to be an athlete. <laughs> it was fun watching him run around there and take a flop in the snow and get right back up and run it. And got I swear you might he had to be a firefighter in his last life. I got dressed so fast. I never saw anybody get undressed and dressed that quickly in my life. <laughs> it was so cold. It, it was like the bells just went off and he <laughs> dove down the pole. Like, it's like I slid into my outfit. Yeah. It was, <laughs> he's back in the Like, how'd you get back here so quickly? But that was one of the funniest things we've done in a while. So, yeah, thank you for that. I learned uh, kind of what we knew already. Uh, earlier we had um, Meg on from WJZ, meteorologist. Uh, McNamara, Meg McNamara, and uh, she told us about the weather that we expected upwards of six inches today of snow, um, and tomorrow's going to be cold with wind, and it will affect the football game most likely. And then you guys told me about Meg McNamara, which I said, I'm sorry, I wasn't familiar with your game. Oh, yeah. 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 Lovely young lady. She is. <laughs> and you didn't know it. No. I don't know where you've been. What did you learn today, Jeremy? Come on, take us home. What's worse than a lobster on a piano? Crabs uh, on your organ. <laughs> I gave this homeless guy $5, and an old lady behind me told me he's just going to use it for drugs. So I confronted the guy, and I said, where do you get drugs for 5 bucks?" <laughs> <laughs> That's so stupid. Sorry. Um, all right, we got a couple other good ones here. Let's do this one. I haven't tried yoga, but I have tried bending over to pick up my keys, so I'm pretty sure I'd hate yoga. <laughs> this one's corny, but I liked it. What do you call a fraudulent Japanese warrior? A shamurai. Maybe that's how Sean Connery would say it. A shamurai. <laughs> Joe, I'm not in the mood, man. I recently took a poll and found out that 99% of the people in that tent were angry when it collapsed. <laughs> you like that one? I thought that was going to go in a sexual direction. <laughs> My, <laughs> that could have, if you wanted to. My phone is smart. People don't understand. It's the pole that was holding up the tent, yeah. people. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. My phone is smart. My watch is smart. My TV is smart. My broom is smart. My coffee machine is smart. I feel like I'm the only idiot in my house. Uh, no, that wasn't no, good for you? No. Tried to go to Target today, but I missed. (laughs) (laughs) Why did the rooster go to KFC? Because he wanted to see the chicken strip. Uh, There we go. Have a great week. You know, something I did, we did learn. We didn't learn it, but we got to say this. Um, Jess from Mix 106, not used to the snow. It's Mm -hmm. not her thing. And she did this morning when I came in. Her car was shoveled. It was shoveled off. You know, it was it was clean. 
but naturally sitting out there in the snow. And Steve Regler mm-hmm. comes in and cleans her car off. My car better be clean. That's Steve. because that's who Steve Regler is. That's not a that's not an act of kindness for him. That's just Steve being Steve. Somebody knocked the mirror off my car. He put it on without asking me. He just went out and fixed it. Didn't you know? Yeah. Just took it upon himself to fix when my I, car. He's just that kind of guy. I guess I let the cat out of the bag. When I came back in, he was the one that helped me get dressed so quickly. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean you talk about true Christian man of God. I love him. Uh, he walks the walk. He talks the talk. And uh, man, he's he's just awesome person. We're in the same building with Steve and Ann Peters. That's good building to be in. Good people. Yeah, real good people. And Joe. Vinny and Hedy up next Have yourselves a safe and wonderful weekend Be safe in that snow Tune in is the audio platform With something for everyone News In order to secure convictions in a court of law It is essential that we conclusively Sports clock at four Donchich The step back three You bet Music You set my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's better After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months.